0: Right now, we have with us one of our artist talkbacks, and that is Birdsong. So can you welcome them with me? Hi. Hi. All right, so why don't you guys just introduce uh, yourselves and tell us a little bit about yourselves.
1: My name is Benjamin Birdsong, and I'm one of seven kids. We were homeschooled. My mom and dad are wonderful people, and um, my dad played music with us for about, what, 20, 20 years, something like that. And then he's recently come off the road to accept a full-time position as a worship leader at our home church. And so uh, I'm just very thankful for his leadership in our life. And I wish he could be here. He takes about one or two trips a year um, with us. This was going to be one of them, but my youngest brother, who's 16, is not in good health. So he couldn't make it uh, because I love my dad. He's a great guy. But, yeah, I'm Benjamin Birdsong. I'm
2: Philip Birdsong. I play drums, the loud stuff.
1: Um, and I help
2: lead worship at my church um, and for youth and all that stuff. So I like music. Hi,
3: I'm Colleen Birdsong, and oh, I have a really quiet voice. <laughs> um, um, try I think I'm mine's Coleen, um, I'm one of two girls. I have five brothers. Brothers and sisters. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? Um, and I'm her really her nervous right now because I never talk in front of people. I let him do all of that. So. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so I love what we do. Um, we do uh, the family music ministry. Um, we've been doing it full time for about 20 years, and uh, God's been faithful to continue to bless us, to keep us going on the ministry all over the United States. So, uh, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Right, awesome.
3: So I'm going to ask them a
0: couple questions, and then we're going to open it up to you guys to ask some questions. And so be thinking of those as we're talking. Um you're in a room talking to youth pastors and youth leaders, and so uh, you can kind of share. Easy job. What? Easy job. <laughs> the I easy mean. job, yes. The easy stuff. Yeah, no stress whatsoever. Um, can you guys tell us, well, first of all, how is it to uh, do ministry and music as a family? What's that like? Um,
1: a few years ago, we were talking to Family Force 5. We were in Indiana with them, and, and uh, I asked them, how do you guys stay... Uh, how do you guys separate or um, just how do you guys navigate the whole family thing uh, being on the road with your with your brothers and, and they said you have to learn to separate uh, you know ministry and family and uh, honestly that's kind of tough um, imagine you're writing a song or you're picking a set list out and uh, you know there's a disagreement it can get personal really quick uh, everybody knows each other's weaknesses and kind of at, to a certain extent it can be uh, I can't think of a more difficult scenario really to to have a creative uh, job um, because you can't really fire anyone they're part of your family no matter what
2: um, I know where
1: you live <laughs> like my mom and dad basically I, I guess they had to decide baseball team or band and uh, so they m- made a band you know uh, and here we are and uh And so um, uh, that's probably the hardest thing Um, we're learning. Um, My oldest brother who played bass and banjo today, um, this is actually his last show that we know of. Um, We had kind of a a good run for a long time. He needs to be home with his wife more. And in our our family, we're learning to, that's more important. There's a covenant between a man and a woman uh, when they're married that um, I think it transcends almost any other relationship because it it pertains to Christ in the church and there's something beautiful there. And so if that ever comes between us, uh, you know, my dad came off the road to be with my my mother more, whose health isn't quite as good as it used to be. And uh, my wife uh, was running front of house today. She was running sound and couldn't do it without her. Um, And right now she's um, setting up for Celebrate Recovery so that we could be here and and do this. Um, But those are ways we're learning to sacrifice our dreams or whatnot, um, to being who God created us to be.
0: Um, can you tell us a little bit about how you guys got your starting music? I know you mentioned your parents chose make band instead of a baseball team, so, uh, but talk to us about how that was growing up and, and getting started in this.
1: You started when we were like four,
2: what was that like? Yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> I'm 25 now, so yeah, about, started around four when we started touring and doing stuff around our hometown and then uh, kind of branched out from there, started going to churches and, and serving just kind of anywhere God wanted us to go.
3: Yeah, and really it wasn't our parents that had this idea at all. Yeah. Us kids had yeah, it I and kind of drugged them into it. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're musical on both sides of the family, so they're all for it. So. Yeah. They didn't My think dad. it would last long, though. But. Yeah. <laughs> it did. So.
1: <laughs> My dad grew up in uh, Southern California, um hard rock scene, drugs, alcohol, um, just living a terrible life, and he kind of gave all that up when uh, when Christ called him to himself, and uh, my dad is sober and clean, and he met my mother in, in Seattle, and, uh, and so if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't be here, but he looked at music, even though he had such a heart for it, um, he looked at it as an idol, something that uh, Satan was kind of used to destroy his life, and so he basically swore off music. But we could tell he really wanted to play. And so I think it was God kind of giving that back to him. Um, when uh, my oldest brother started playing the banjo, I started playing the mandolin, and Philip started playing everything. Yeah, I, I could get my hands on. Yeah. That. <laughs> and Cole, so we just, started, oh, well, just uh, started playing together as a family. And so that's just the goodness of God. You know, he knows the desires of our heart, and he can give, you know, he's just cool like that, you know. So he knows our inmost thoughts and our desires, and, and he's just good.
3: Yeah, but instead of rocket, was bluegrass. So it was a little bit yeah, not started the way we would thought, band. <laughs> but slowly went back into mm-hmm. adding electric guitars and drums.
1: Yeah. And
0: so. <laughs> um, it's got to be challenging being out on the road and uh, just trying to keep a consistency in your time with Jesus and the busyness of a schedule and just even, um, you know, traveling with different artists and, uh, you know, seeing the dynamics of different people's walks with God. So how do you guys each personally stay uh, fresh in your relationship with Jesus?
1: Uh, For me, um, sometimes I can't just sit down and open a book and read. I've got a stack of books this high that I'm I'm waiting to read. Um, So for us, a lot of times when we're traveling, we'll put in, podcasts or sermons, we're big John Piper fans, so we'll listen to the sermon of the day a lot of times, and that just kind of helps no matter where our minds are, it helps refocus us on uh, the good news of the gospel and sharing that, and, and you know, like, uh, um, it's that type of thing that helps when you're nervous to go, oh, this isn't about me, you know, this is about uh, pointing people to Christ, and uh, so, yeah, uh, sermons, uh, audio uh, audiobooks would...
2: Definitely audio Yeah,
1: so that, that helps a lot, and that's a great resource, because okay. um, we can't just sit down a lot of times, but... We have a lot uh, of
2: downtime traveling from place to place, and so it helps a lot just to be able to yeah. plug something in, and everyone just kind of sits back, and you can close your eyes and just kind of think, yeah. and just, it's almost like having a conversation with somebody in a way, so that's yeah. really good.
1: What about you, Colleen? Same type of thing, just... And we have I'm sorry, we've been
3: out in the heat and our brains haven't cooled <laughs> yeah. down yet. Sometimes I just draw a blank and I can't think of anything.
1: <laughs> no, Colleen, um, I, I've seen such a, a huge change in just the past year of her just submitting to God and, um, and just perseverance and just trusting him. And I've seen that in, in her diligence to continue to follow God and, and all of these guys. Because it is tough. Um, Satan definitely has a path that he wants us to go on uh, to destroy us and to destroy as many people as possible. But by the grace of God, he's been thwarted uh, and he will continue to be thwarted until uh, until we're with him forever. So I'm looking forward to that.
3: Yeah, just in, uh, just in all of our travels and every situation we've been through, God has just shown himself over and over again of faithfulness. And so I've learned to just not worry about much anymore because I know he's, he's got a hold and he's in control of everything. I'm still working so on it. <laughs> there's a lot of peace there. You just, I mean, just, I mean, it's just something you have to practice, you know, as the Bible teaches. Practice these things of trusting and, and serving and just don't worry. God's in control. It's never out of His control. So it, it gives you just this real peace. So I just. I, just, um, I don't read my Bible every day. I'll admit that right
1: now. It's hard.
3: <laughs> it really is. But I pray a lot.
1: You, and, you live it. And we can see that. And
3: when I can, separate. yeah, like audio books. Um, yeah. It's hard to read on the road. Some bus get a little. Uh, Especially <laughs> these hills out here. <laughs> it's easier to, to listen know. on the road traveling than reading the book. So. <laughs> but, yeah.
0: All right. Well, let's open it up to, to you guys to ask any questions. Is there anything that you would want to know from them?
1: Um, I guess to be really personal um, the oldest brother who is playing the bass and banjo, his name is Matthew and he's what, 32? 32. Yes. And then my youngest brother is 16 but in between my youngest brother and my youngest sister um, there, my mom had four miscarriages so we're looking forward to meeting the rest of our family in, in heaven one day um, so there's a bit of a gap um, my youngest sister is married now to his best buddy, and they lead worship together uh, uh, for their youth group. At, so it's great. We just needed another brother. So he, our brother-in-law is just as good as a real cool, Yeah, he's a good guy. So, yeah. Uh, how? What was the age gap for you all? Or, uh, it's 30 to 17. Wow. There we go.
2: Yeah. Man, that's we have really about neat. Anywhere between 18 to 22 months apart from each of us. So yeah, something like that. 25. So. I think the keyboard guy was 27, 26, 27. Yeah. And kind of almost. It changes twos. every year. You know yeah. how that is. Yeah. On, a, on any given time, it's like two, four, six, eight. It goes like straight up. It's really easy, but every time it changes, like what do I do? I don't
1: know. I never know for sure. Yeah. But yeah. But it's pretty Thank cool. You.
0: <laughs> any other questions? Yeah.
1: I have kind of two, two sides of me. Kind of the I want to be a recording like producer, and so a lot of times I'm listening to things analytically to see why I like something. There's kind of a songwriter listener, but if it's me, just kind of listening. It's Reliant K. Reliant K. I would love to meet Reliant <laughs> K. We this year, uh, me and my wife, I took her to two two of their shows when they were on tour with Switchfoot, and to know that we we're just a few feet away. I don't want to bother them, but man, it'd be so great to meet them. That would be pretty cool. But but yeah, uh, Reliant K, I think their album Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm was just an encouragement. You know, When I go down, I go down hard and take everything I've learned and teach myself some disregard. There's so much uh, vulnerability in that album. It just rocks, obviously, but uh, I don't know. I I felt like they were really vulnerable, and that's been an encouragement to me. But besides that, a lot of... um, like corporate worship, there's a, a, a conference where I'm actually wearing the wristband under here. Uh, it's called Together for the Gospel in Louisville. And a bunch of pastors get together and they sing and they encourage one another. So whenever I hear pastors sing, I don't know, that kind of speaks to me. To hear a room full of Ten, twelve thousand 12,000 pastors sing It Is Well With My Soul does something to me. It's an encouragement. So a little bit of everything. And I know that sounds really cliche, but everything from like Yo-Yo Ma and Stuart Duncan and Chris Thiele doing goat rodeo sessions to um, uh, folk music, Jenny and Tyler, um, that kind of stuff, just all over the place. I'm
2: the token metalhead, so... Like the fringe stage is playing a lot of my favorite bands. Um, you haven't so
1: had a chance to I'm, go over I there. I might yet.
2: sneak over there sometime this weekend and see some stuff, but um Yeah. I you I'm a little bit all over time. the place. I'll I'll listen to anything <laughs> from like Korean or Japanese pop, like rock stuff, because it's weird, because again, like he was talking about, some of that, I don't don't understand what they're saying, but the production, the musical elements and their chord progressions is just a little bit different uh, than, I guess, like American pop in that way. So it's really cool. It's just kind of like, what in the world? Uh, I listen to a lot of EDM and also produce a little bit of it, Um, and so just anything bass heavy. A lot of it's like... I sort of, like, I don't have mood swings, but, like, I have a lot of moods that just kind of, like, randomly appear at times. And so, like, there's some days I'm, like, man, I want to punch a wall. So I'll throw on like, some Ford Today, which is, like, punch the devil in the face. I'm, like, yeah. And then there's some days I'm just, like, man, I just need to listen to some chill, you know, piano stuff. And we'll listen to classical or even, like, mm. some Broadway stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, Got to yeah. admit it, we so love like the, was it Broadway scenes, music.
2: Stages or scenes, stages from uh, Josh Groban, yeah. where he kind of covers some of that stuff. And it's just beautiful, just kind of yeah. moving stuff. Les
1: Miserables. uh Phantom of the Opera. A, we listened to, for a while there, all we listened to was Hamilton. Hamilton. So Hamilton. So yeah, so yeah, we're dorks. So
2: it's just all over the place, just depending on on whatever, so. Yep. Yeah. What about you, Colleen? Positive and encouraging.
3: It's like, why <laughs> I no Actually, pun intended. Sorry. Yes, I like things that are positive and that encourages my walk with Christ. So that is what really gets me through the day. So anything that you can think of that. She's is a King Country I like fan, so oh, like man. that. I like abandoned. I don't know if anyone's heard of abandoned. are The band, they're really good. Um, their music is very uplifting, and encouraging. And, I agree. Um, I agree. There's a lot of bands that are good and have those positive messages i can't mm-hmm. think of them all right now yeah. but
2: um, this is all over yeah, the place we'll so just like shuffle and just uh, things we'll just encouraging music yeah, yeah.
0: So. <laughs> all right any other questions yeah
1: Man, what an excellent question. I'm in the process of writing right now. And uh, honestly, uh, a lot of us in our group, not all of us, but some of us deal with depression, like clinical. Um, My wife, to an extreme case, um, will have anxiety attacks to uh, the point where it's, um, you know, we're, we're coming off of one medication going on to another. And we have a lot of low times emotionally. Uh, a lot of times we don't feel like getting out of bed in the morning. Um, and you know there's so much to do, but that idea is just as crippling as anything. And and so uh, <laughs> I didn't see this coming, honestly. Um, but it, it feels like God is taking us through a valley. He's taking us through. And it's not really circumstances. It's just I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is. It seems clinical. My mu- my mom's uh, bipolar and we kind of every one of us to an extent deal with something like that. Um, and so right now I feel very led to put a soundtrack to that, to, uh, to, to really a- ask myself, honestly, what does that feel like? What, what's my struggle with my faith right now? What is, what doubts am I having? What, um, you know, what what, is it, what does it feel like to be in this position, and is anybody writing for that? And so I don't know if it will be the, the widest market, but I feel like somebody's gonna take it, it's gonna be the soundtrack for their life. Um, because for a lot of people, it's never going to go away until this body and this mind, are you put to rest and we get the new one, you know? And uh, so I feel very led to make that uh, one of my goals is to write very, very honestly what it feels like um, to love God and follow him even though um, he's not removed. And he can, in an instant, remove that kind of depression, r- remove that type of anxiety. But he's got a purpose in it. And I, I feel like sometimes people who deal with that feel almost left out. They feel alone. And so to give that voice to people to say, I, I feel the same way. I think it breaks strongholds that Satan can put in our mind to, s- to make us feel um uh, just that we don't matter. Like, uh, this life will be a waste even if, you know, Christ is our Savior. That, But I want to... <laughs> worship is the the intention of the heart to make much of God. And you can do that while just trying to get out of bed in the morning it, as much as Billy Graham does you know, preaching the gospel to millions. He sees the same thing in both hearts, just a worship, just a, just an endurance. So... But yeah, I thank you for that question because that's really been on my heart. So, thank you.
0: Yes, sir. Do
1: you have a special in Or God gives gifts. Um, and a lot of times we're trying to d- discover those. Um, honestly... <laughs> I feel really weak a lot of times to do the things that God is, but then other people will see things in me and encourage me to, you know, like for songwriting, uh, I feel completely inadequate to write. But I think that's what we're supposed to be, you know, just, um, what's a good way to put that? Just if we could accomplish it in our own strength, we would try to get the glory for it. Um, But I guess we're so, you know, weak that hopefully God Receives honor and praise for anything he does through us. So, I, no offense, you guys, but I, you know, I look at these people. I don't see a lot of really qualified people. Totally, uh, I second that. You know what I mean? I you second know what that mean? for sure. I, yeah. it, it's just, <laughs> yeah, and and it, it's just learning to lean on that. It's really learning to trust him. I mean, we we used to play in our living room and be embarrassed that people would drive by and hear our music, and. And we'd hear about this creation West and creation East, and I still am in shock that we played a main stage set here, and that's God that's all him and um but I think he I think he looks for people like that, people who are willing to do it even you know he he uh, he does everything for his glory, and that may sound weird, but at the same time, you know he's so loving that he can make it about us and about him at the same time he's just that big and that that amazing so man, very good question but honestly I try to do some recording it hap- it's okay you know I try to mix front of house I love we're a little bit of everything but really not that good at hardly anything um, but we do enjoy playing music together God yeah. uses <laughs> that so yeah, yeah. Well, that's where God oh man oh man we feel so helped Incredibly helped. I ask every time I get on stage, God, use me as a conduit. Use me as a PVC pipe for you to pour in one end what you want for your people. And He He shows up every time. Thank
0: you. Other questions? We have probably time for one or two more. motivation behind
2: your band name or did just because? <laughs> I was born with it. <laughs> Yeah. It's our
1: it's our last name, Birdsong.
2: It's a uh, German German yeah. translation. Vogel singer.
1: You guys know any Vogel singers up in this area? There's a lot of them in Pennsylvania, I think and so, yeah, yeah, just some of them decided to change the name when they came to the uh, the states. But um, we used to be called the Birdsong family, and that was kind of like mom played the bass, my dad played the acoustic guitar. Uh, All those kids were running. Yeah, around. and Philip ran around like a. Uh, yeah, yeah. crazy young man. We, we started playing at Dollywood in 2000 and they watched a video of us just goofing off, you know, just playing as a family. And, you know, that was another one of those surreal. We're playing at Dollywood? Like, everyone here has been on the Grand Ole Opry and we like, you know, we're just cute, I guess. I don't know. We're just like a bunch of kids running around so people wanted to watch us. Um, but, I'm I'm rabbit trailing. Uh, what?
2: Oh, was oh man, no. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was. Name. I'm no, so, that's sorry. Our last name, so Like my my, yeah. Yeah. the brother older no. <laughs> than me. His name no. is no. Timothy Birdsong, and so I'm actually friends on Facebook with my brother and another guy named Timothy Birdsong. And the only way I know the difference is he's got a J in his name, and my brother's name is Andrew. So yeah. Timothy Andrew Birdsong. So I was like, okay, that's not him. That yeah, there he is. So yeah, yeah it's just. I, I, just, th- I just, think God has a sense of humor. Yeah. And so sometimes he's just he'll throw things together.
1: Yeah, so we 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 praise God for our name. We like it.
0: All right, one and one more question out there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Ooh.
1: Second Timothy two, twenty-two through twenty-six. Um it blew my mind when I first read it. Um I can't quote it just off the top of my head because it's been kind of a crazy day, but basically it's like Paul telling Timothy uh, his responsibility was to, you know, uh, be long-suffering and patient and loving and kind and and not fighting with people, not, not being quarrelsome, um, but kind to everyone and be able to teach. Um, Correcting opponents with gentleness, God, but then this blew my mind. God may perhaps grant them repentance leading to a knowledge of the truth, and they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil after being captured by him to do his will and that blew my mind because I'll just be super honest with you guys when I when we started this ministry, I thought it was my job to save people, like God was like. Go get him. You know, he sat on a porch, and I went, and it's my job to make sure people, you know, got saved. And now I realize that I'm just like a kid who uh, who dad is taken to work. It's not my job, but I get to just see his work everywhere as I go, and uh, I'm obedient and faithful. That's my act of worship is to just be faithful and to love him and worship him with my life by just trusting him. And so when I realized that it's God who... Um, can change people's hearts. It's God whose Holy Spirit can can work on any heart. He can save anyone, and He can use anything. You know, that blew my mind, and it really helped me see that my part of it wasn't saving people. It was sharing the gospel with people and then leaving the results up to God and just continuing to pray and pursue people and love them like Christ Um, And that's when I really began to find joy in the ministry. Because I thought if I hit a bad note and somebody's like, ah, I don't really care for this. I'm like, oh, no, they're going to be doomed for eternity because I hit a bad note. And God's bigger than that. He's more just than that. And he's more loving than that to let us determine somebody's eternal future. And I don't know how all of that works. All I know is I'm not in charge. He is. And he does a great job. And I don't want his job. So, yeah, that's my favorite scripture. Thank you. Um, Mine
2: is 2 Corinthians 3.18, and it's, um, and we all with unveiled face beholding the glory of the Lord are being transformed into that same image from one degree of glory to the next, and this comes from the Lord, from the Lord who is the Spirit, or the other way around, Spirit who is the Lord. Yeah, and basically for me, uh, that jumped out because in 2012, I went to Passion in Atlanta with my best friend. It was just me and him. We jumped in a pickup truck and took off uh, and drove from uh, Jacksboro, Tennessee to downtown Atlanta. And it was crazy. Um, and it was a lot of fun. But, you know, we're a huge fan of John Piper. And he got up and just kicked us in the spiritual gut. And it was just so good. But that was one of the things he was talking about, just kind of that progressive sanctification, taking one day at a time, you know, renewing your mind. You know, you're not going to be perfect on day one kind of thing. And uh and so that one, just like, whoa, you know, because to me, that's one of the hardest things is I'll wake up and remember everything I did yesterday. You know, I don't know what I ate for breakfast, but all the other stuff, you know, it's just kind of like, oh, crud, you know. Now I got to go do this, that, and the other thing. I got to do something to get back in favor, knowing, you know, in the back of my mind, it's like, it's not me. It's it's the spirit that is working in me day by day. Um, and then uh, I guess it was like three days before him and his wife got married, I went and got a, a tattoo, um, which is May or may not be the only one I get. I want more cuz they're addictive, I guess. But uh, I joined the ink club, I guess. But I got Soli Deo Gloria and it's um, it's Latin for to God alone be the glory, and that just kind of sums up what I want my life to be about. So, just one day at a time becoming more like him through his work in me and giving him all the glory for it. Amen. Um, Boom. <laughs> <was just> <laughs>
3: No, that was very good. I'm proud of you. No, um, um, a lot of times when um, people come and ask us to sign something for them, or well, we don't like just leaving our names, we'll always, as we're quoting our favorite verses, we always write those references on next to our names, because our names are nothing. They're not going to save anyone, but the scripture never fails. Yeah. God always uses that. So what I write is Romans eight twenty-eight, 28, and... Um, it says, and we know, um, oh gosh, I drew a blanket. Yeah, no, oh, yes. no, okay. And we know all things work together for good to those who are called, to those who are um, called according to his purpose. Um, and that one, I mean, there's, of course, the, the whole Bible is good, and you can't just pick one scripture and just stick with that your whole life. There's many, many, many um, chapters, are better, as my brother will tell you, um, to read. Uh, Romans is really good. Um, but that verse just all things will work together to go uh, together for good. So any to those who love him. So as a child, I know no matter what happens. Um, huh, this is why I don't talk. <laughs> um, my sister always says to get up and jump world. up and down, <laughs> and it helps. So, but I won't do that right now. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just awesome, just how he. No matter what, oh, it's again. Okay,
2: <laughs> got you. I got you. Yeah, I got so. you, bro. Sis.
3: Oh, I just drew a blank <laughs> again.
2: Um, yeah.
3: yeah. So God, God has you in His hands, and no matter what happens, good and bad.
2: Because we've been as through a, a child, lot of things. Yeah. We that can seem. It will turn it for good. Bad. Like we yeah. popped like two tires on one trip one time. It was like the worst thing ever. Popping one is bad, but we like jumping curbs and like the random like, b- like blowouts and stuff. So the like, curb jumped right out good? in front of me. You know, and then the guy that shows up, we minister to him. We get to talk to him. And it's just, yeah. it's you never know. So you keep your eyes open just for any any opportunity because yeah. he'll work it for his his good.
3: Yep. So yeah. yeah, God is awesome. So. Amen.
0: Woot Amen. woot. Uh, well, I know they have to get going soon, so we're going to ask one last question, and that is you are talking to a room, like I said, of youth pastors and youth leaders who are impacting the next generation. So what are some words of encouragement that you could give them as they continue on in the, the thing that God's called them to do? Uh,
1: for me, it's um, be patient. Um, who knows? You know, you may be the water uh, the water of the seed. You may be the planter of the seed, but God gives the increase. Um and you're responsible for just, you know, just like the sower and the seed continuing to throw seed and may seem to bounce off of knuckleheads a lot of times. And I'm sure you guys have many sleepless nights, um, lock-ins, um, but also just. Um, oh, yeah. But, yeah, just also just anguish. And you're with Paul on that. He, he just had anguish in his heart uh, so often uh, because he was looking for fruit uh, and these people he was pouring into. I mean, we have uh, the books of, uh, you know, First and Second Corinthians to see just how frustrating it would be to be in a leadership position and just be constantly sharing the gospel and uh, and to see nothing there, to see almost regression. He must have felt just just broken so often. And I know uh, with you all, that's got to be a, a how Satan can go in there and say, "What you're doing is it." Isn't matter, you know, or it may cause you to want to change your tactic. Um, a good friend of mine, uh, he said, uh, you know, you win them to what you win them with, uh, and and so if if it doesn't feel like. Jesus and the gospel is doing it. A lot of youth leaders will be like, "Well, then it needs to be something more entertaining, or it, maybe there's something wrong with my personality, or or maybe I'm just not called to this anymore." But I think about Jeremiah the prophet. I mean he he was called, um, or was it Isaiah? I think it was. I think it was, think it was Isaiah. One of the other. I'm so sorry. It's been a long day, but I think it was the Here Am I uh, send me passage. And a lot of people stop there and they don't read the next sentence. You're going to go to Israel. You're going to preach your entire life and no one's going to listen to you. you. You have to be content with whatever God has for me. That's going to be your best life, but it's not going to be easy. And I know you guys know all that, but I just want to encourage you, uh, just don't give up. Don't give up. And the, I guess the other thing would be, um, don't, don't be afraid to teach, um, Good sound doctrine, good theology. Uh, I've seen so many young people go from just pew warmers um, to preparing for college, you know, that scary time when you have to release them. Um, For me, in 2011, um, doctrine uh, really just, you, you might think of it as kind of a sterile thing or, you know, our heart You know, love God, love people can sum it all up. But at the same time, I didn't really know what I believed. I didn't know. I wasn't studying the scripture daily to see, you know, if these things were so, you know. And it created a hunger in me when people begin to challenge what I truly believed. And I know it can cause division. And so that's the last thing I would want in a church. But at the same time, a a lot of times for the sake of a false unity... We don't teach what we truly and honestly believe about God and make sure it's biblical. So I would challenge you, and, and that's between you and God, and you guys are the shepherds of your flocks, but uh, I challenge you, you know, to consider that. you know, Go a little bit deeper, and maybe one will get it, maybe two or three, but you may find that those are the people that end up being the next Louis Giglio or, or, uh, or Andy Stanley. You know, You never know. Uh, who it's going to be in your youth group that God is calling to that ministry, and it could start with you. So, yeah, I'm sorry that was kind of long winded, but I'm passionate about it. So, I would just second that. Yeah, um, being
2: patient. Um, being traveling so much, I hadn't had a whole lot of time to invest in my youth group and uh, really participate in things. And so recently, we've been kind of slowing up a little bit and kind of making time for rest and family and kind of putting the work, you know, to the side a little bit and just kind of making sure, like we said, separating that work and family time so I've really had a, a lot of time to kind of invest more and that's probably the one thing I've noticed more is I feel like I'm beating my head against a brick wall it's just like why don't you get it it's right there just, it's like a, it's like Francis Chan he's just like you just pick up the bible read it and do it it's just it's so simple why is it so hard um, and so that's just one of those things you just want to take it so wham just hit him with it um <laughs> But, yeah, that's one of those things You just, you just one step at a time, you know. Uh, like he was talking about with the water and the seed and stuff. One thing that's really cool is, uh, you know, the, the parable of the sower and the seed. Uh, you don't hear much about the sower. He just kind of goes out, chucks seed, and goes home, you know, and, and sleeps. And then you hear what happens, what God does with the seed. Uh, so sometimes we're just we're seed chuckers, you know. We just get out there, give them, give them the right stuff, and, you know, then just trust that God will give the increase. And that may take... You know, a couple months. It may take a couple of years. They may not get it till they're in college, and they hit that hard time. And remember, hey, my youth pastors said this, or hey, that worship guy. You know, I just overheard him talking to somebody else, and I heard him say, you know, this encouraging thing. It you may be on their. Know.
1: It may be on their deathbed. Who knows yeah. what what God has planned? So. So just that encouragement to just keep
2: going. You know, like she said, it, the word will not return void. It will. Get, you know, it will do what uh, it was sent out to do. Uh, so just be encouraged that it's not in vain
1: mm. Amen. yeah anything to add to that coin? I know we're kind of running long but thank you guys so much
3: um, not really, you guys said a lot, so I ditto. agree with that, ditto. yeah, no. it's more just be patient with the hard ones and trust God with everything, so mm-hmm. and you guys know that, so just a reminder <laughs> awesome, well, thank you
0: guys so much for being with us, let's give it up for Birdsong thank you guys that's cool.
2: 네.